The Bible says we walk by faith and not by sight. So what are you walking by today? By faith or by sight? This morning I want to talk to you with about the, the riches of faith. The riches of faith. The amazing treasure that, you know, uh, has been given to us. And uh, so I'll, I'll read the scriptures first, and then by God's grace, we'll, we'll walk into this and uh, uh, trust that it will be an encouragement, uh, an inspiration. Listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith? Everybody say rich in faith. Rich in faith. Yeah, rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom which he promised to those who love him. So is he who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Think about it. You can be rich toward God or you can be poor. <laughs> I know your work, your tribulation, and poverty, but you are rich. And I know the blasphemy, of course, of those who say they are Jews and not, but are of the synagogue of Satan. We won't get into that part of it, but you know what I mean? Into the fact that, hey, it's not circumstances. It's not material things. It's your faith. You can be rich in faith irrespective of the elements that pertain to just everyday living. All right? But without faith, so we see how important it is. Without faith, it's impossible to, be, to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Some aspects of faith. All right. And there's just so many. The, the, the book is, this Bible is so filled with those things about, about faith. And uh, the faith we want to talk about this morning is not just the general faith that we have in living life but a faith that was uh, uh, authored and, and, and is in the, uh, the hands of our Savior. Hebrews chapter 12, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. And we're talking about the Jesus faith this morning. We're talking about your faith in Jesus Christ and everything that is attached to that uh, in Faith. So it is a major component in your Christian life. Yes, it is that faith that takes root in your heart because you heard a message. You heard about Jesus. You heard something from the Word. For faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So you see, according to this, it says that your faith is not in things. 
Your faith is in God and God's word, which you believe. He says it's according to your faith, not your fate, not your fame, not your fortune, not your friends, not your feelings, but your faith. Oh, yes. Praise God. So let me just to try to define faith is virtually impossible. But what we can do to get a picture is to talk about faith in the various aspects of faith as it pertains to, you know, our living to God and how it is played, played out. First of all, when the book of Hebrews chapter 11 says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. In some translations, and this is not critical, but just an insight, is that, you know, it's called assurance. But assurance is just one dynamic or one dimension of faith. Because the word that is translated, the assurance in substance, actually is a word also that has to do with something that stands under or holds up. That's why it's called a substance in the King James, okay? Trying to find the best, best word for that. So it's more than just assurance. You know, it is a support. It is a foundation. It is holding you up. You know, it's just not, you know, uh, 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 imagination. It is a dynamic living force, a dynamic living person, Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. There's many things that we talk about faith and how is it an inner conviction and indeed is that God will fulfill his promises. Faith is that assurance that brings us some of the substance that we hope for. It brings the substance. Yes, it brings to me the taste of God's sustaining presence in the here and the now. It assures me of his amazing, amazing Love. You've heard the phrase that it's the title deed. Title deed is something that's awaiting us for the proper time for its delivery. But they are ours even in the now. Faith is that God-given ownership. Yes, of that hope that you receive prior to taking possession. For we walk by faith and not by Sight, yes, it is a treasure. So this morning we want to think of it in terms of treasure. And the true object of faith is God alone. God alone. There's the outflow of faith, but the object of faith is to have faith in God. Amen? Absolutely. And so there is a treasure within 
us. It was the Apostle Paul that finished his life's journey and his work, and he included that, I have kept the faith. Hallelujah. Amen. A, a possession. It is more than just, you know, a set of beliefs. It is something that you live by, or it is your life, your, your living. Amen. Faith is a treasure within you. Faith is that thing that brings the joy of tomorrow into the relief of today's struggles. Faith is that which causes one, you know, uh, like Abraham, not to stagger at the promises of God. Abraham staggered not at the promises of God. That's why you're standing. That's why you're, you're, you know, you're solid. That's why, you know, when everything seems to move out from your support, there is something there. It's the substance of faith. It's the God that you have faith in that's holding you up. You have uh, 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 someone that is not only authored or written, but he's also in the process of the story so that it has a finished well-being at the end of it all. Praise the Lord. So what is faith? I'm not going to try and define it for you, but I will give you what I think, you know what I mean, could be the bookends of faith, and that is faith is taking God at his word. When you open the book of Hebrews chapter 11, every one of those you know, announcements of those people has to do with a word that they had been given and they're walking out in faith in that word. So faith is that very element of taking God at his word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So faith has its origin, not only in the word. Faith has its development from the word. Howbeit, the faith that he gives us is pure, but it comes into a vessel that is not pure. And so therefore, when Paul, or excuse me, when uh, Peter wrote and said, the trial of your faith is more precious than gold that perishes, what he's saying that, you know what I mean, just like gold, there is a mixture. There's a mixture, and it is through a process that the impurities, you know what I mean, are brought out and so that the, there's a final purity to gold as there is a final purity to our faith. There's some contaminants that happen, <laughs> you know what I mean, when he makes the deposit into the vessel. 
those invasion things of doubt and, you know, uh, questions and circumstances and, you know, uh, anxieties and all of those things that, you know, can cause you to make decisions that, you know, real trust in God's word wouldn't let you do. It happened to Abraham. You get a son. Okay. God, you're waiting too long. Let's move it. (laughs) Here's my plan, God. Let's come up with a plan on this whole thing. But as he moved along in the development of faith, you know what I mean? He got to the place where, you know, that even his age and all the things associated did not affect, you know, his sense concerning the word of God. James says, rich in faith. Luke, rich toward God. Revelations, you are rich. What is it that made them rich? It was their faith. It was that treasure. For by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourself, it is the gift of of God. We're caretakers. God has given us a major treasure. But you're caretakers. A treasure. This faith is a living element. It can be increased and it also can fail in your care. Faith itself does not fail, but it can fail in your care. It can grow. Faith is something that can and is, it's rewarded. It is so amazing that he encourages them that you can have nothing and still be rich because you're attached to those things that are eternal. Ultimately, it's not what's in your hand, but it's what's in your heart that makes you rich. You can have everything and be poor in faith and you can have nothing and be rich in faith you see if you're lonely but you have joy in you which is part of the riches of faith you know then you're not really lonely 
whether you're empty or those things that seem to be insignificant. It is this treasure of faith, your trust in God and your belief in him that the enemy is most after. When he goes around as a roaring lion seeking to devour those whom he may, he must be after something. Well, Jesus told Peter what he was after. Satan has desired to sift you of sweet, but I have prayed for you that your faith would not fail. Yes, to see this treasure, this amazing, I believe. I believe. I believe because there has been a work of God. He's the author and the finisher of our faith. Think about it this morning. The most valuable real estate in the universe is inside of you. Yeah. God. God kind of faith. inside of you. Are you treating your faith like a treasure? Are you treating your faith like it has value? You're treating your faith like something that's actually living and has to have attention and wants to work for you and not against you? If faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, how are you placing yourself under the word? What kind of word life is, you know, are you assuring that your faith is getting That food, that food of faith, that food of the word of God. Amen. This faith is something that when you come to crossroads, that as an individual and a caretaker of your faith, you want to weigh the difference between temporal and eternal. Moses, when he came to the crossroads of decision-making, he weighed into the fact of the temporal and the eternal. Rather than become and be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He said, I'm not going to worry about my heritage or the lineage of that. I'm going to worry about, I'm going to connect to that which has eternal significance. That brings stability and stabilizes a person's life. 
And he never lost the things that he needed for life when he made a significant eternal decision. You don't lose. And so, you know, in your faith, you come to those points and those times, you want to weigh it. Is it going to affect? Is it going to inspire? Or is it going to have a negative effect with regard to your faith? He weighed those, those matters and those, those choices. I love what Paul wrote to Timothy. And I don't know if you've associated it this way. He said, for God has not given us the spirit of fear. He says, you need to stir up this gift because God hasn't given you the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. I think that we can say that God has given us the spirit that's of faith. Because it, it has a stability that, that it produces in our mind. It is an empowering factor. Sometimes he says you got to stir up that spirit of faith. Treasures of faith. You are rich in possession if you have faith. You are rich. You are rich in security. Think about it. They that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion. They shall not be moved. There is an inner stability. There is a direction in their lives. A security. Yes. Secure from danger. Secure from losing your soul. Because if I gain the whole world and lose my soul, I'm not very rich. I am rich because I have promises that cover every condition of my life. My God shall supply all your needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. There is a connection. <coughs> according to your faith, be it unto you.
raising your faith level. Jesus asked the question, how is it you have no faith? And he also poses the idea of a little faith. And then he says there is great faith. Only believe all things are possible to him that believes. In life, we spend a lot of times on a lot of things. Your faith is important to your life. Your faith is important to your Jesus life. It's important. A treasure. A treasure that is loaded with the jewels. with the nature, the character, with a life flow that reaches from the here and now to the eternity. Faith. Again, I repeat that Paul said it was his conclusion that he wrote about it. And there were so many things he could have said about the doxology of his life, but he says it's, what's important is that I have a good report regarding my faith. I have kept it. I can't define it, but I know it's vital. Faith has everything to do with my relationship with Jesus Christ. He's the author and the finisher. He's the, he, he's the total spectrum of, you want to know what faith really is and can do, you just look at the life of Jesus. He's the epitome of it. The epitome of faith. Believe. Did I not say that if you would believe that you would see the glory of God? Oh, church, our future is connected to our faith. The glory of God is connected to our faith. Faith in the word, faith in the promises. Faith is that demonstration, you know what I mean, 
of your confidence in the love of God. Yeah. You see that God's love is so, so amazing, so great that, you know what I mean? You just believe. It is that inner assurance. Somebody said faith is not feeling, and I disagree with that. Faith is not emotional, but it sure makes you feel good. (laughs) It makes you feel wonderful. Doubt, on the other hand, is not that great of a feeling, is it? Not at all. Do you consider yourself wealthy today? This is just practical. To the church of Smyrna, I know your poverty, I know your tribulation, and I know, I know that, you know, life is not good in the natural. But you are rich. And then Laodicean church, they went ahead and said, well, we got all kinds of riches. We not only have riches, we have prestige. We're well accepted in the community. We have influence. And yet, the master summary of their life is was that you're poor. You're poor. You're wretched, you're naked, and you're blind. Well, let's let's go ahead and take that a little further. If the absence of faith makes you that way, then the presence of faith Clothes you, covers you, makes you happy, you're not miserable. All because. Now, you can have faith and still need more faith. Because I believe, but help my unbelief. You have faith. And you are rich because of your faith. I asked my musicians to come this morning. See, God cares more about what's in your heart than what's in your hand. Psalm 
some of them align faith, you know what I mean? That somehow, you know, things and faith is the utopia of strong faith. And yet faith really is your love for God. Your love for God. And everything flows from that. Your love for God. Let me list some of the possessions of the riches of your faith. You have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him would not perish but have everlasting life. The treasure chest of faith is number one, because you believed you have eternal life. You have a house and home in heaven. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. One of the treasures of faith is that you have a peace that passes all understanding. Be not soon shaken in mind as though some strange thing has happened unto you. Faith stabilizes the mind. Faith also calms the heart. Faith can be like a sedative. (laughs) It can bring the blood pressure way down. Faith in this Jesus, faith in him puts righteousness into you and into your account. Abraham believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness. The treasure of faith is joy. Joy. Whom having not seen, you love. Though now you do not see him, yet believing, you rejoice with joy inexpressible and unspeakable. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> it is a it is a joy. You can't always see, but you can always know. 
Faith is that connection. You have not seen Jesus. Nobody here has seen Jesus. But yet you still love him. There's something, there's a communication that, that happens in this realm that, you know, you just know. As the old preacher said, you know what I mean? It's better felt than told. Well, you know what I mean? I know it's simple and, you know, it's, it's just, just the way it is. I know that I know that I know that I know that I know. <laughs> Would you please explain that to me? No. <laughs> you just can't explain it. But it's a treasure that's for real. We have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of power may be of God and not of ourselves. It has that ability to undergird you. You just, you just wiped out. Just literally wiped out. You know what I mean? And I mean, your mind has went, come to some conclusions. It's already made some decisions. And faith will come up and <laughs> be you and lift you up and gird you, you know. And, and you'll go, oh, God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> come from that living faith from the one who is an author and a finisher he's not only given it to you and I but he's watching over it he's watching over that that faith so I want to encourage you this morning to give good attention to your faith. To treasure your faith. To value it. As you stand with me this morning, To be a good caretaker of your faith. Because you see, you know, you still have hands-on when it comes to your faith. You have to believe that's hands-on. You make choices. That's in your court. Hallelujah. You got faith and you're rich. And you can become a greater benefactor of the riches of faith in your life. I'm not saying that you can, you know, 
improve on faith. I'm saying that you can develop yourself to measure up to the faith. You understand what I'm saying there, you know? Do we have a course? Oh, hallelujah. Can I make some recommendations? I guess I can, can I? Good fellowship is important to your faith. The Word of God is absolutely vital to your faith. Worship and praise is like rain on your faith. In church is not a bad place either for your faith. Give the Lord a praise today. Amen? Yeah! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me read something to you here about faith that I wrote down, if I can find it. Can't find it, but I can remember it. (laughs) Faith gives today because it has confidence in tomorrow. Amen? Yeah. Faith does today because it has that assurance in tomorrow. Absolutely. And church, faith is for today. Amen? It's for today. Today is for your faith. Sing with us as we worship and inspire our faith. Stir it up. The reason you can say, let the weak say I am strong and let the poor say I am rich because of faith that you have and you are rich this morning in faith. Start dipping in to the treasure that's in the treasure box of faith. God bless. Go with God. Have a great week in Jesus' name.